Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. So what do we mean when we say the Word of God is illegal or lawful? Well, let's go back to John 1, 45, where Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. You see, uh, Philip said the law and the prophets. He distinguished there. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Welcome to the program, everybody. I pray that you are having a blessed day of peace, of joy, of thanksgiving in your heart, the wellspring of, of the reality, the revelation of Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory, that you know that you've been redeemed, that you know that you are His, that you know that your sins have been washed away, no longer standing in the guilt of, of sinning against the Lord, but being a new creation, walking in that new spirit, that new life that comes from the Holy Spirit living in you. You remember, we get a new heart, we have a new mind, and we are to be renewing our mind through the Word of God and prayer and obedience and all of that. But we're talking about the Word of God specifically, and we're we're just talking about what is the Word of God. Well, there's four things that I'd like to say about it. The Word of God is legal, it is living, it is loving, and it is lasting or eternal. Now, if you've been listening to the series, you know that the Word of God is not only the words that are found in the Bible, but the Word of God is also the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, is the, is the Lord legal? Is he a lawgiver? Certainly he is, and he's going to be the one judging based upon the law, and that includes everything found in the Bible. As we're not talking about just Deuteronomy or Leviticus or Numbers. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the, the words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God and the revelation of the Father through Jesus and the revelation of God's will. That's what we're talking about when we say God's word is legal. They're filled with commandments. They're filled with, and I'm talking about the New Testament too. They're filled with essentially the declaration of God. And when you think about Jesus as the word of God, he is legal. He's lawful. He's also living. He's also loving. And he is everlasting. He has no beginning and he has no end. Praise God for that. Now, when we talk about being lawful or legal, what do we mean by that? Well, last time we were talking about what the word law refers to. We talked about it being referring to sometimes the first five books of the Bible, the Torah or the Mosaic law. Now, we also talked about it referring to the Psalms and the prophets. And this is what I want to get into right now. It's interesting, out of John chapter 1, verse 45, we find this, Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth. Now, Philip is delineating between the Mosaic law, the first five books of the Bible, 
and the writings of the prophets. Now, Jesus does the same thing in Luke 16, verse 16. As the law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is pressing into it. You see there, the law and the prophets. Typically, that refers to the first five books of the Bible, and then the writings of the prophets. Now, what's interesting about this is, Jesus also refers to the Psalms as the law. Now, he says this out of uh, John 10, verse 27 through 35. This is where he says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. (laughs) My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. And he finishes with this statement. He says, I and my Father are one. Now, what happens after this is, you know, he's making a declaration of that he's God. And the Jews, the unbelieving Jews, are very angry with this. Uh, they, their hearts are hardened, first of all. We need to realize that. Their hearts are hardened. That's why they're angry. They're not receiving his word. They're not receiving his testimony. So they take up stones, stone him. And Jesus answered them with this. Many good works I've shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? And they answered, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. And because you, being a man, make yourself God. See that? But then, and this is where we're going with this, Jesus answered them and said, Is it not written in your law? I said, You are God's. Now, he's referring to Psalm 82, verse 6, and he challenges them with this. If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the Father consecrated and set into the world, quote, you are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? Now, the the part here that we're going to be dealing with is, Jesus is referring back to the Psalms, Psalm 82, verse 6 in particular. What does he say about that? He says, is it not written in your law? He doesn't say, is it not written in the Psalms or your poetry? No, he he points back to Psalms and he says, and this is outside of the first five books, understand. And he refers to that as the law. So the point here is, when when you hear the word law, referred to, uh, sometimes it means the first five books, the Mosaic Law. Sometimes it refers also to the Psalms. Now, it can also refer to the prophets. And in particular, we're going to deal with Isaiah 28, verses 11 through 12. Why is that important? Because in the letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians, chapter 14, the first letter, chapter 14, verse 21, Paul says this, in the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips, I will speak to this people. And yet for all that, they will not hear me, says the Lord. Well, what's unique about that? You see, Paul is quoting from Isaiah 28, verses 11 through 12. And in the beginning there, before he sets that up, he says, in the law, it is written. Well, that's not the first five books of Moses. That's not the Psalms. These are the prophets now. So now we've got the law getting much broader. 
We've got it referring to the first five books, including the Psalms, now including the prophets. Now, you might be asking yourself, what about the New Testament? Well, this is where we need to go back to Jesus uh, in John 10, verses 27 through 35. Right at the very end there, he says, uh, he, he inserts this parenthetical comment that the scripture cannot be broken. Okay, so remember, he's talking about the law. He quotes out of Psalm 82.6, Is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. Okay, so we've got the word of God being referred to as the law, and the law being referred to as the word. And we've got the scripture being referred to as both the law and the word of God, right? Now we connect that to the New Testament by something Peter said, and we're going to get to that. And I think you'll begin to see that the law or the word of God being legal is much broader than just those five books. Sometimes it does refer just to those five. And this is where we need context, but it can refer to to much more than just that. Now, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to be a Promise Partner. Now, this is a special group of folks who stand with us monthly, whether it's $20 a month, $1,000 a month, whatever you have, uh, and feel led to give to this work, we invite you to stand with us both prayerfully and financially. This work does take money, but we want to sow the Word of God liberally. We want to water that Word liberally, and we are praying for a great increase. We need your help, though. Please consider standing with us. You can support this ministry by giving online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give. Hi, this is Jeff, and I want to encourage you to go to the website eternalpromises.org eternalpromises.org and there you're going to find that we're involved in many things. One is this radio ministry that you're listening to. The other is an orphanage over in Uganda and in fact many children there who really are dependent on your support. Of course we're trusting in the Lord but the Lord works through His church and you who are hearing this have an opportunity to give to feed, to clothe, to educate an orphan. Additionally, online, we have tracks. We have many other resources. We have uh, thank you cards that are fabulous. Uh, Many more things. And I just encourage you to go check out the website. And if you feel like giving, if you feel led to give, please give generously. We have many needs. And lastly, check out the teachings, the archives, the broadcasts, because we're taking a bold stand and we need you to boldly stand with us. Go to eternalpromises.org and stand with us. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. I am so encouraged you're with me. We are talking about something that is so uh, profound. It really is. We throw around these words like the Word of God or the Law of God, but we need to understand that the Word of God is eternal. I mean, both the manifestation, the the, the personification uh, of the Word of God being Jesus Christ, and then the words themselves living on for eternity. They're not going to go away. Well, what I wanted to to get to here was um, this notion of how far does the the word law 
go? Is it only the Old Testament portions of the Old Testament, or is it uh, much greater than that? Well, let's let's look into the Scripture and see if we can find a clue as to how far this reaches. And we don't have to look far. At the end of Second Peter, we have Peter saying this interesting statement. He says, "Our beloved Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom given him, as he does in all of his letters." when he speaks in them of these matters. Now, he goes on to say, some of these things are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures. Now, that's significant because Peter's recognizing Paul's writings as scripture, as sacred, as the commandments of the Lord. Now, how else would we know that Paul's sayings or his writings are the commandments of the Lord? Well, first of all, we know that the apostles are sharing the commandments of the Lord. But he also says this out of 1 Corinthians 14. He says, If someone thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let that person acknowledge that the things which I write to you are the commandments of the Lord. Now we'll dig into this next episode. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.